You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Stanley Cup! Think about it. Tomorrow, we have actual baseball games that matter, like for real, that actually count in the standings. Yes, please. More of that. Yankees, 1 o'clock, take it on the Giants in the Bronx. You know by now, Garrett Cole going to be on the mound. We can't wait to watch that one. Anthony Volpe making his Major League debut See Aaron Judge back. What could he do for an encore after hitting a record-breaking 62 home runs in the AL last year? This is what it is all about. And then, of course, following the Yankees, 4 o'clock, you have the Mets. And Max Scherzer taking the mound in Miami against the Marlins. And look, in this town, I mean, if you've listened to this show, and by the way, we're on a a different time slot today, you might have noticed it's a little bit earlier than normal. We'll be going until 2 a.m. filling in for Keith here post-Nets till 2 a.m., but if you've listened to any of the shows that I've done over the last couple years, it's no secret. I mean, I love all the sports. Football is great and live for those Sundays, and obviously basketball, the Knicks being uh, relevant is fun. The Rangers and their chase for the Stanley Cup, I can't wait to get into that with only six games remaining in the regular season, and a big one, as a matter of fact, tomorrow night. But in this town, baseball is king. And once you get into that baseball season, and we will tomorrow, there ain't no stopping until November. I mean, hopefully for both the Mets and the Yankees. I want a Subway Series. Last year, I didn't want one. This year, I want a Subway Series. You know, it's not only great to have the baseball season here, as now just, you know, whatever, hours away from opening day. I can't really do that math. But opening day tomorrow, the Yankees at one, Mets at four. It's not only great to have the games that count and to have opening day, which is so special, whether it's home, and obviously it's more special at home. The home opener means more than just the opener in general. Mets will have that next week when they come back home to City Field. But the Yankees have that tomorrow. So obviously the home opener is great. But not just about opening day. It's also about the expectations for each of these teams in this town. And we were talking about it last night where, look, you can you can pick holes in anything, right? I mean, just check out Twitter. You can pick holes in everything and be negative about anything if you'd like. Today, I choose positivity on the eve of opening day. 
I am choosing positivity with both these local teams. Forget the Edwin Diaz injury. You know what? That's old news. Moving on to bigger and better, hopefully. Forget the injuries that the Yankees have suffered with Bader and Rodon. Forget that they don't have a left fielder, even though Cashman said they were going to go get one. Forget all the negativity. Tomorrow, we start anew. Today, we can be positive about it. But the expectations for both these teams are as high as they can be. And that is exactly the way that it should be. Because this is the greatest city in the world. The greatest sports city in the world. Regardless of the crappy teams that we have sometimes. Although right now is a good time. But this is the greatest city in the world. We all should have the highest expectations for ourselves and for the teams we root for. The Yankees have held that standard for many years. Year after year after year after year. Okay, so what? They haven't won a World Series since 2009. Give them a break, will you? Maybe this is the year. Or at least get to one. The Mets have now entered the chat as far as being a team that should be held to the highest of standards because Steve Cohen, the AC Mets after Cohen, Steve Cohen will not accept anything less The results may vary for each of these teams. We've seen the results vary for the Yankees since 2009. Just because you have the highest payroll or you put the best team together doesn't mean it's always going to play out that way and you win the World Series every year. That's what made the 90s so special. But all you can do, all you can ask for as a fan is that the team that you root for put themselves in a position to go out there and compete to win it all, in whatever sport it may be, in this case we're talking baseball, to compete to win a World Series each and every year. And we, here in New York, we now have it with both teams. It's a big year for the Mets because this is now year three of Steve Cohen. But he's... You know, really, it's the second year of of the fresh start here, right? Took a year to get acclimated. Okay, you know, Lindor struggled year one. A big year last year. They went 101 games. They make the playoffs. This is a franchise. Remember, and I hate even bringing this up, but I said this probably five times yesterday when I was talking to Todd Zeal or Jerry Blevins over at BNNY or wherever else is listening to me when I'm screaming in the newsroom. That the Mets in their franchise history have only made the postseason in consecutive years twice. 1999 and 2000 and 2015 and 2016. That is pathetic. Well, things done changed for the AC Mets after Cohen. And the expectations have raised. He himself has raised the expectations. It's not just World Series or bust. I mean, that's foolish, right? The reality is, and I know as fans, and we talk about wanting to win the World Series, whether you're a Yankee fan or a Mets fan, the reality is it's hard to do that, and only one team does it. We haven't seen the greatest team, the Yankees, do it since 2009, and the Mets haven't done it since I was six years old. Or maybe seven. I just turned seven in 1986. A long time ago now. But the expectation is that The Mets continue to build toward a level of sustained success. 
that the Yankees have achieved. That's why it's an important year for them. Yeah, they have the highest payroll, and I know it's going to be disappointing if they don't get to or win a World Series, no doubt about it. Cohen will say the same thing. Buck, the players, they'll all say the same thing. Everybody's goal, especially when you get to that level, their goal, meaning, you know, of payroll and caliber of team. Obviously, everybody likes to talk about, yeah, you know, the Pirates. Hey, what do you feel about going in the year? Well, we'd love to go out there and compete to win a World Series. Yeah, but the reality is you suck and you're not going to. Well, in the Mets case, they possibly could. But it's about sustained success that will eventually lead to a World Series win. That's why it's a big year coming off of a 101-win season. They need to solidify themselves as a group that can sustain success. And if you want to point out the negatives, and I'm not here to do that today. This is a positive day. PVO, positive vibes only. At least for today. Uh, Tomorrow at this time might be a different story. Today, PBO. If you want to point out the negatives, you say, well, it's the same team coming back from last year. Yeah, but you want to look at the positives, that same team, essentially same team, obviously it's not the same exact team, they won 101 games. All right, Diaz out, they'll recover. They added the bullpen. They are better, aside from the Diaz injury, they added more arms in that bullpen this year. Rayleigh Robertson to be specific. Obviously, losing Diaz is going to be a blow, but you know what? They at least have what it takes to overcome it, and maybe they'll add more. Well, not maybe. They will add more. If you want to be negative, you can say, yeah, well, what if this guy gets hurt? Or what if law of averages, Lindor, Alonzo, they don't play every game? What if, man, Marte's not there? What if Escobar doesn't perform? What if? Yeah, those are all negative things. How about this? What if Lindor is even better than he was? A year ago. What if Pete Alonso, instead of 40 homers, hits, or close to 40, hits 50 home runs? What if? What if Nimmo improves his power numbers and stays healthy? What if Marte stays healthy? What if, oh, 40 years old, they're not going to stay healthy. What if they do with Scherzer and Verlander? See, for years, the Mets haven't had the horses. It was... Well, even if everything goes well, this team will be lucky to finish 500. Now, they have the horses. They need those guys to do their job. Cohen has done his job. Epler has done his job. And obviously, Epler's work is not done. Going to have to add to the team midway through the year, throughout the course of the year. And he will. They will. But front office has put the team in place. Now it's on the players to go out there and do their job. And make it happen. And you could say the same exact thing for the Yankees. You know, we want to knock Brian Cashman or Aaron Boone. But the Yankees deserve credit for Anthony Volpe this spring. They made it an open competition, even though it was Peraza's job to lose. Volpe went out there and took it from him. Yankees, instead of holding him back, said, you know what? You've earned this, kid. You're playing for us. They're going to double down on Josh Donaldson. Not really sure they had a choice. They're sticking to it. Okay. What if, because we're being positive today. I know this one's hard, but what if Josh Donaldson returns to uh, MVP-type form is a little strong. Yeah, what the hell? We're being positive. What if Josh Donaldson returns to MVP form? Then what? What if Volpe does what he did this spring throughout the course of the regular season? What if LeMayu stays healthy and is the hit machine that we know him to be? What if Glaber Torres finally reaches the expectations? that he had when the Yankees acquired him from the Cubs years ago? 
What if Aaron Judge is even better than he was a year ago? I don't know how that's possible, but would you doubt it? And he's wearing that C or at least going to be the captain. What if he's even better? What if John Carlos Stanton, I feel like Fredro Starr, what if? What if Ewing would have dunked and never faded away? The Knicks would have won the championship and he wouldn't have got traded away. Google it. What if John Carlos Stanton stays healthy playing in the outfield this year and mashes the way that he did with the Marlins before he got to the Yankees? The possibilities are endless. Garrett Cole could be a dominant ace. And what if he allows fewer homers this year? What if Rodon comes back healthy in May? You get the point? There's a lot to be excited about and a lot to be hopeful for with both these teams. What if Aaron Boone really excels at applying that data this year? (laughs) I had to get one in there. Today is the day. Opening day eve or something like that. To be hopeful. Today is the day to be excited. Tomorrow too. The first half of the day. Depending on the results of the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games with the Mets and the Yankees. But for now, leading up to that, think positive. Be excited. And also know going in. You know, I mentioned this last week. I went to, you know, the park with my wife and daughter last Sunday. But now you know going to this weekend, no more parks. No more kiddie playground parks. Only ballparks are in our future. The real kind of parks. You're going out to Yankee Stadium for the weekend. You're going out to City Field when they return home. That's what we have to look forward to the next six months. Baseball. The thing that makes sports in this town go. The Yankees, the Mets, the highest of expectations. Will they meet in the Subway Series? Who knows? That's hard, obviously. We saw it in 2000. Who knows if we'll ever see it again? But we could. It is a possibility where for many years that was not the case. And it's going to be fun trying to get there for both sides. Where they each share the same goal. The ultimate goal. Win the whole bleeping thing. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Let's go. We're getting the discussion started. Where are the Yankee fans? I see a bunch of Mets fans on the line. They're excited and hopeful. At least I think. Maybe I should wait to find out what they say, actually. But everyone should be excited about the season. Where are the Yankee fans at? Have to be feeling good about the home opener. Maybe they're going to sleep already, trying to get you know get some good rest before going out to the Bronx and checking out opening day in person. Want to be there. Save the ticket stub. Still make ticket stubs if you request it. Anyway, save the digital screenshot of your ticket stub for Anthony Volpe's debut. 877-337-6666. Can't wait to talk some baseball with you. John and Wontaw starts us off. What's up, John? Sal, how you doing? Great. How are you, John? Sal, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, A lot of my friends think that I'm crazy. I'm a big Mets fan. Been Mets fan my whole life. And the way that the Mets are constructed right now, they're not going to win a World Series. And I am excited for tomorrow. It's opening day and this and that. But I think the Mets need to add a big bat. Do you think that 
Correa not signing was uh, a big indictment against Steve Cohen to not be no. able to get played here. No, I, th- I, I think that, it was... Am I crazy about that? No, yes, you are. So, two things. Before I call you crazy, but I do think you're crazy about that. I will well, agree. I am a little crazy. All right, now. but that's okay. I am a little crazy. I want to win. Aren't we all? I mean, I, you know I'm crazy if you listen to this show. <laughs> but let me just tell you. So, as far as you saying that right now is currently constructed, they're not going to win a World Series, I agree with you. They need more. Now, here's the good they thing. They that, right? Right, at I mean, least. DS is a huge loss. Correct. I mean, that, was the, that was the piece that separated the Mets from everyone else. Correct. But and without that piece, what are you, you going to do moving forward? Well, you either got to add a big bat or a big bullpen piece. Or both. And don't you think, why wouldn't you have faith, John, that Steve Cohen is going to give Billy Epler the go-ahead to add a bullpen arm when available or two and go get a big bat when available? Uh, Sal, I do have faith. That's why I'm sitting here drinking a beer, watching the Islanders, and I'm so excited for tomorrow. Tomorrow is uh, opening day to to Blue Water America. It's, it's our day. They, it, this is our day. day. I'm so happy. I, I'm so happy for tomorrow. I'm just coming up with the worst case scenario for the Mets. Well, I'm of course so you are. Because that's what we oh, do as sports so fans. Uh, John, you know what? I, I think, took but... off tomorrow from work. There you go. Give me tomorrow. goosebumps. There you go. See, John, look. Oh, yeah. Forget the worst case scenario. You heard the open to the show, right? We'll have plenty of time. We have the next oh. six months to talk about worst case scenario and be negative and break down oh, this yeah. and complain about that today, tonight, tomorrow morning, before the games get underway. This is the time to be positive, Johnny. Come on. Believe in Steve Cohen. The Mets will go out there and add. And you want to reference last year and say, well, Sal, you said they were going to add last year. Yeah, I was wrong. Now, they added, but it was minimal. Vogelback, Roth, how dare I say his name, I know. Givens. It was not the type of move or moves that we expected from Steve Cohen and Billy Epler. However, circumstance. There weren't many big moves to be made for the Mets. This year will be different. I really do believe it'll be different where there will be a bigger bat available and the Mets will be more aggressive. So there might be a better fit for the team and the aggression will be there. I don't think Steve Cohen would accept anything other than that. So you're not crazy as far as thinking that right now the Mets aren't built to go out there and win a World Series. But you have to believe in this team. Don't think worst case scenario. Not that night. Not on opening day eve. Scott is calling from Dick's Hills. What's up, Scott? Hey, you're looking for a Yankee fan? Hell yeah. Out here. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're, we're not sleeping. We're just, we're just kind of hanging on to the reality of what's transpired the last uh, several years. Watching the Houston Astros. Lose guys like George Springer, like Correa, Cole. like Cole, yeah. and still win the World Series. So, you know, everything you said before, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if all these amazing good things happen? The war, the war in Ukraine ends tomorrow. Hmm. All of that happens. The bottom line is the Yankees could win a thousand games this year. But if they can't get past Houston, it doesn't matter. See, Scott, you're missing the point of this show so far tonight. What have I told you? 
Tonight is a night to be positive. You're right. The reality has been the Astros have unfortunately owned the Yankees, especially in the postseason, and have been that bugaboo. The Yankees have not been able to get over the hump of the Houston Astros. However, tonight is a night to dream. The Astros, you know, you mentioned all the players that they lost. Well, now they lost Verlander this year. He was their best pitcher a year ago. Maybe they're not as hungry because they won the World Series. Altuve gets hit on the hand, you know, fractured thumb or whatever it is. He's going to be out six, eight weeks. Trying to look at the positives here, although that's, I guess, a negative for the Astros, but a positive for the Yankees. Oh, no, the Yankee, Yankee fans will be positive. They will be calling the station all season about their success. But there's always going to be that, that lingering feeling, in the, which is reality, of the last few years, which is, yeah, you, you, can, you can go on an eight-game winning streak, feel great. You can win tomorrow, feel great. But the reality is they can't get past Houston. The reality is, and thank you for the call, Scott. I appreciate you checking in. The reality is tomorrow is opening day. And for a night, we need to be positive. You're right about the Astros. Nobody's going to dispute that. We knew that was the issue starting with 2017, although I guess you could go further back with Dallas Keuchel in the wild card game. But 2017, toe-to-toe, great series. Yankees losing in Houston in Game 7 of the ALCS. Yankees felt they were cheated out of that one. 2019, again, Game 6, even with a big-time home run from DJ LeMahieu to tie that game late, Yankees go down. Altuve walks it off against Chapman. And again, the Astros send the Yankees home. 2017, 2019, and then again last year. Getting swept away. It's frustrating, for sure. But now you're letting those negative thoughts creep in, and I don't want to go down that road. Not this day, not this night. No, sir. We are focusing on the positives tonight. Because tomorrow is opening day. The possibilities are endless. Maybe, just maybe, this is the Yankees' year. Mark is calling from Kings Park. What's up, Mark? Sal, you are the man. Yes! I got to tell you. Positivity, Mark. Thank you. I am the man. That that if you could just drop me into sports broadcasting, I think I would be exactly you. Well, we are, uh, that's what happened with me. I mean, I was a fan calling the station, and then I kind of just exactly. made my way. I didn't get dropped in. I made my way in 20 years, and here we are, Mark. My first call to WFAN, I was 13 years old, similar to you, born 1979. I was 12 or 13. I called Howie Rose on the fan. Yes. And I said the Mets need to get to trade for Pedro Martinez. That was after he signed an autographed baseball for me, telling <laughs> him that he was 13 and a lifetime versus Mets, and he said, "Stop his crap versus Mets and come and join our team." I, I got to tell you, Sal. I got to tell you, Sal. I have a little daughter, one and a half years old. Not quite your daughter's age, but a lot of scary parallels between our lives. Also yeah, my daughter's going to be two in a couple of weeks. I can't believe it. So exactly. close enough. And yeah. it's the cutest thing. And Is now it? you know, starting you know, have the three TVs on one wall. So she can watch Disney Plus and uh, this, you know the whole <laughs> yeah. you know cartoons, whatever my wife wants her to watch. Well, I got the other two days focused on opening day, baby. Tomorrow. It's yes, that's right. Great opening and day. I gotta, so I got to tell you, my man, is that look if the twenty and this is what and I love how you handle some of these stupid moron callers, mm. especially Christian from my like last night. I had to listen to that like five times because 
It was just re- over-the-top ridiculous. No, oh, I appreciate I guess, listening. I- I'm surprised that the video didn't circulate yet of me yelling at that I guy. I mean, too. Yeah. Yeah, because let me tell you, man, like, if the 2015 Mets, and this is all you got to tell any caller that's negative tonight, bro, if the 2015 Mets can make the World Series, so could the 2023 Mets, baby. Yeah. Tomorrow is the start of a beautiful thing. It begins Baseball. tomorrow, Every Mark. Every day. Yes. And then, then we get to do it again in a week, baby, in the parking lot at 9 a.m. Yes. And we get to start it again versus the exact same team. And we got, with those shirts are on the mound like we do tomorrow, we got a Cy Young Award winner on the phone on the mound for us next week. Another one. Again, who, what other team, one. what other team could have two separate openers with two separate Cy Young Award winners? Oh, come exactly. on. Exactly. Does it get any so better? If, so if any caller is negative tonight, you say 2015, two Cy Youngs for two opening days. That should shut up Anyone who's negative. It's Today only a day. Negative. Correct, Mark. And look, you, you know and I know there will be plenty of time to be negative, and thank you for the call. Yeah, and the kind words. You know and I know there's plenty of time for negativity. Really, any day outside of tonight is up for grabs. But tonight, it's about positivity. That's it. PVO. Positive vibes only. Whether it's the Yankees, whether it's the Mets. The possibilities are endless. And in 2015, nobody thought the Mets were going to go to the World Series, did they? But they did. And it took forever that year. You know, and that's a great example, not only because of the result, but because of going in, the team wasn't good enough. During the season, they weren't good enough. And then, boom, call up Conforto, trade for Cespedes, they take off. 2017, maybe an even better example. Do you remember what the thought process was going into 2017 for the New York Yankees? I do, because it was probably the first time in my lifetime that a Yankee team, well, maybe not because I am a little bit older and I lived through the 80s, but first time in a very long time that the Yankees were going into essentially a rebuild year. The New York Yankees. Rebuilding. That was the rebuilding year in 2017. And of course, the New York Yankees in a rebuilding year do as only they could do. Get to game seven of the ALCS. Nobody expected that team to do what they did. That is why tonight, opening day eve, we are only about positivity. Frank is calling from Middle Village. Good morning, Frank. Or good evening, Frank. Uh, hi, Sal. How are you? How are you, Frank? I'm good. I'm good. So I got a little bit more of a, of a specific question for you. I was bantering with uh, my buddy about Mets specific, and mm-hmm. I want to pick your brain on it. Do you think, because I'm obviously looking at the team, I think it's fair to say now that Diaz is out and with the lineup that the most important aspect of the Mets in the season rides on the hands of Scherzer, Verlander. Do you think there is a magic number of between the two of those pitchers that will warrant the Mets to win the NL East or make the playoffs? Do you think it's like 45 starts? Because I think 60 is unrealistic given their their age. Is there a magic number of starts? Let me ask you this way. What was it last year? DeGrom had 11 starts total? I don't know if that was counting the postseason or not. Um, Fair, something like that, around 10. Right, and what did Scherzer have? I'm going to look it up real quick, but he did not have a full season. 
Um, no, maybe twenty-five. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think it was, I think I would guess it was less than that off the top of my head. I'm going to pull it up in a second here as I try to fill for you. Um, but the point is that both Scherzer and Degrom last year had arguably minimal impact on the Mets in the regular season. Max Scherzer started. Yeah, you were right. Twenty-three games last year. Would you say twenty-five? So he started twenty-three games last year. A little bit more mm-hmm. than I thought. So do the math. Scherzer started 23. DeGrom, let's say, had 11. You're talking about, you know, th- that's an insignificant amount, uh, amount right there, 34, 35 starts, whatever it is, between the two. I think you'll get more than that between Scherzer and Verlander this year, and I think that should be more than enough for this team to go to the postseason. Now, you're talking about winning the NL East? Uh, I think it depends more on the offense than I do about those two guys in particular to win the division. Hmm. Interesting. No, that's. I guess that's fair enough. And then, real quick, I'm fired up. I think you're gonna like this energy. Uh, I have to go into the office for work two days a week. Tomorrow, I'm in the office. Just found out I'm the only one there on the entire floor. That means on my laptop, I get to have the Met game up all day, and I have to worry about anything. I'm fired up. There you go, baby. Getting work done, but turning up the volume on the laptop, Frank. And thank you for the call. You should be fired up. Tonight is not only a night to be positive, but it's also a night to plan your schedule for tomorrow. What is going to be the plan of attack? If, in fact, you have to work and you can't take off, like I do, I'm with you. How are we going to figure out how to watch the games? Now, fortunately for me, I mean, it's part of my job to watch the game, so I'll go in SNY tomorrow, and I'll have two TVs going. But for those of us, and look, I've been down this road before, whether it was working at Home Depot or wherever, where you have to figure stuff out. And now it's a lot easier. I would have been fired from Home Depot several times over now because you could watch games right on your phone. They would have been like, what are you doing, dude? I'm, like, I'm watching the game. What are you doing? Oh, you mean I'm supposed to ring this guy up? No, thank you. Big at bat right here. Sorry. But nothing better than that if you have to go into work being left alone in your office. Nobody else there? Maybe order some pizza up for yourself? Turn that laptop on? Turn up the volume? And watch some opening day baseball. Zoo, what are your plans for tomorrow? You you got to work. You off? And it's a big day tomorrow. So I am actually I'm working the overnight tomorrow. Oh, so wait a second. You're with me tomorrow night? Yes, sir. Oh, be back on at midnight, right? Yep, we're gonna make moves tomorrow, man. Yeah, assuming I don't come up with some kind of a opening day fever. <laughs> uh, ooh. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do that, but I have done that before. You know, at Home Depot. I used hey. to I, I used to call in sick and then go to the game and come back with a a red face from sitting in the field level for three hours with the opening day tan as I would call it. Uh, I think I think it's actually the opening day fever. You know, it gets a real hold of your skin, gets yeah, you really hot. Exactly. Why are you out sick? Why well, had opening day fever? You know what that is? Nope. Okay. Well, let's leave it alone and move on. Where am I going? Uh, so, what are you doing tomorrow? You have to do the overnight twelve to five. So, what is your plan for the uh, Yankee game at one and then the Mets at four? So I'm going to probably sleep all morning. Like to what time? Wake up in time for the Yanks, see Volpe, okay. do his thing. I'm I'm actually really excited. As a, even, even though I'm a Mets fan, Man, you want to watch Volpe. I, got respect, I got respect for the kid. He's worked his whole life for this, knowing that he wanted to be the Yankee shortstop. Not just an MLB player. This dude wanted to be the guy for the Yankees. He's finally getting that shot. I feel good for him. So I will watch that, even though typically... You know, I might I might skip out on a couple Yankees games here and there. How how long are you going to sleep for? So you'll get nope. home. You're off tonight at midnight, and then what? What's the plan? You're going to go home. We get and do, home. Yeah. Whenever I pass out, I pass out. So figure I'll get home by like one, maybe pass out by two, and sleep till. 
Uh, let's hope that I'll probably wake up at like seven because my oh, okay. body's just okay. That's like what I was that. gonna say. Yeah, but then you're gonna need another nap because if you exactly. wake up at seven, I'll probably hit back, uh, hit the pillow again at like nine, and then I'll wake All up right. at like one. Yeah, see, I haven't thought about that because I'm excited just to get home tonight at a normal hour, three a.m. Like that's a normal hour, but I'm Very excited. Yeah, I'm excited to get home and then have a normal day of sleep. You know, night of sleep, but maybe wake up nine, ten. But then I was like, uh oh, I can't do that because if I wake up at ten, even if it's you know six, seven hours sleep, I got to get through to you know, 6 a.m. to when I'm going home the next morning. Yeah, that's no bueno. But here's the one thing that I will say. We're not taking it into uh, account yet, is that these games are going to be a lot shorter, and I think that's going to benefit guys like us who, you know what, maybe at the end of the game we'd like to get a little nap in before we got to be here at midnight. Well, you got – think about this, though, schedule for tomorrow. You got the Yankees at 1. You have the Mets at 4. And then you have Rangers-Devils, huge game in the Metro Division standings. Rangers-Devils at 7 at the Rock. So there is a, that is a major sports day for New York tomorrow. Major sports day. Hell yeah, baby. Let's get those Rangers home ice in that first round. We want the cup. I know it's opening day, but we want the cup. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Ooh, I like this one. You know who sings this one, right? Zoom. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The ladies love Cool oh, J. That's right, baby. How many people you think here at the station would get that? By the way, Sal Akata back on the fan. How many people you think would know that at the station? Honestly, I would think probably more than we're both given credit for because this is a little bit of an older song. Mm, like BT. Do you think BT has any idea who? Or, I mean, I'm sure he knows who LL Cool J is, but would he know that song? I think uh, at this point, hearing it probably a hundred <laughs> times, yeah. That is true by now. Prior to hearing it, though, coming back for probably a Probably not, no. Like, no chance, Evan. No way. Yeah. No chance, Evan. I would say, I don't know, I wonder if maybe Gio Mac. would know. Boomer, no. C-Mac. Yeah, C-Mac, maybe. Uh, Loogie, no. Uh, Rosie, no. Any of the full-time guys here, I'm trying to think behind the behind the scene. Dove, no chance. Sko's no way. Hoff, probably not. Al would know. Yeah, Hoff would probably not. I would go no on BT, too. Although that's, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I'd agree with you, though. Yeah. Anyway, the majority would not get it. No shot. I'm glad you got it. I knew you would. All right, 877-337-6666. 
66 is the number to call. It's opening day eve, and we're being positive about both the Mets and the Yankees. Now, other stuff is happening as well. Rangers-Devils getting set for a big game tomorrow night at the Rock. Rangers two points behind the Devils. Each team has eight games left to play. The Islanders with a big win last night. They only have six games to play. They should be in a postseason spot as well. So you're going to have three locals in it. The Knicks with a win last night, a big win over the Heat, and the Knicks basically clinching that five spot. The Knicks have five games left. They have a nice cushion now over both the Nets and Miami. And the issue there is Julius Randle, though, had to leave the game with a looked like a sprained ankle. I didn't hear word afterwards. We'll keep you posted if we get an update on that. But anyway, it's about the opening day eve positivity on this, what is it, Thursday, Wednesday night. Linda is calling from Forest Hills. What's up, Linda? So. Hi, Linda. It's opening day eve. Happy opening day eve. Merry Buckmas. Merry Buckmas. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to be positive tonight. Okay. And say, and yes, and say hope springs eternal. It's a new year, new season, and let's go. I think, I think Francisco Lindor will have a big year. Especially because, if you believe the reports, he was playing with an appendicitis, apparently. Well, I didn't see that. When was this? Uh, um, especially towards the end, he apparently got that fixed. And I guess that might be a reason why, you know, at least partly while he's hitting the cover off the ball. Oh, uh, yeah. This time I'm just looking at it now. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was a story in February. I must have missed that. Maybe I was on vacation at the time. Uh, so, he was playing through uh, an appendix issue last season. Look, yeah. I, I think he's going to be – I mean, Lindor has been proven to be a uh, – I don't want to call him an Iron Man, but but that level where he's – I mean, the guy plays every day. His passion day. for the game, his love for the sport, the – uh, intensity he plays the game with. I think he's clutch as well. There isn't anything he can't do on the baseball field. He's going to be better running the bases this year, stealing more bases, better defensively because of the shift being banned. I think Lindor is primed for a monster year this year. I think I think he'll might, he might hit 30 home runs, Sal. I'm with you, Linda. I think, I think so. And also... Um, I like the positivity I- coming from you, Linda. Well, there'll be plenty of time for me me to be negative throughout the season. Trust me. Correct. But but for tonight, um, possibly good tomorrow. Vibes. Yeah. Possibly tomorrow night if I catch you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I I also think you know what? If I could say something positive about the worthless baseball classic, mm-hmm. is that I think it might help Pete and uh, Squirrel since they had. Ken Griffey Jr. on that staff, he might have imparted some, you know, hitting wisdom to them that well, might help them throughout the season. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, look, anytime Ken Griffey Jr. can rub off on you, I think it'd be a great thing. And thank you for the call and and appreciate the positive vibes. You're right. There'll be plenty of time to be negative, even in about 24 hours from now, if you so choose. But you know, look, Alonzo and McNeil, and specifically Alonzo, I don't really see many comments from McNeil, but I saw Alonzo talking about how he's pulling a lot from his experience at the WBC and the intensity of the games and how that's going to help them get ready for the season and, you know, get get back to where they need to be, which is the postseason, and go try to win a World Series. So I don't know how much uh, I would put stock into that, but they seem to think that 
it was a good experience. And who am I to argue with them? Because they're the ones who experienced it. Artie is calling from Rockland County. Good morning, Artie. Hey, how you doing, Sal? What's up, Artie? Uh, I'm an old ti- I'm an old timer, and I got some positivity about my Yankees to share with you. And I'm being honest with you. A couple of days ago, when they announced that Volpe was going to be the starting shortstop, and although I've been down on my Yankees because they can't seem to perform in October, I got this feeling came over me, and there's parallels between Volpe and the 96 Yankees when Jeter came on the scene. You know, Jeter wasn't supposed to be the starting shortstop. I think Fernandez got hurt, so Jeter took over. And I think if truth be told by Cashman and Boone, their upper management, I don't think they expected Volpe to make the team this year so soon. There's so many infielders, they were kind of figuring he'd go to AAA. So now that he made the team, I think he's going to inject an amazing amount of energy, youth, speed, contact hitting, and I hope it rubs off, especially in October when Judge, my guy Judge, needs to be Judge in October. What do you think of my... Well, well, look, Volpe is the type of guy, and you know this already being a longtime Yankee fan, Volpe yeah. is the type of guy that can win championships. That The way he plays, yeah. that type of play. Now, again, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here, but the expectations and, and what we saw in the spring, if he does that throughout the course of the regular season and then you have him in the postseason, that's the type of guy that wins in the postseason. And I don't think the Yankees have enough of that. So they need a player like Volpe that could do it all and win games in October. Do you think he'll lead off soon enough? No, I don't know about leading off, Artie, because I like LeMahieu there. I mean, if he leads off, that means something has gone wrong with LeMahieu. Now, at the top of the order, potentially, um, I don't know how they're going to work it because you're not moving Judge from the two spot, you wouldn't think. You don't want to move him down. Uh, I mean, I guess the only way to have him lead off would be to have LeMahieu move down. Maybe you have Volpe third eventually. I I don't know. I I don't know how they would do it, but I think he'll work his way. Yeah, exactly. He'll work his way up at some point. I just don't know how soon. Anyway, thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, thank you, Artie. I know. Good luck to your Yankees. I appreciate you checking in. Volpe is the type of guy, or can be the type of guy, that will win games in the postseason. That's what the Yankees have lacked for a while now. They have the power bats, but those bats generally go cold in the playoffs. Too many strikeouts, not enough balls being put in play. The little things aren't done. You know how many times the fans called up and talked about not playing small ball. Volpe is a ball player. He's a guy that could do it all. He could be a difference maker in October. One of the few that are on that team. Now, I know guys, you know, Stanton or Judge can wreck a game with their sheer power, sure. But it is a little bit different when you have a guy like Volpe who is well-rounded and can do everything. 877-337-6666. Hector is calling from Washington. What time is it? Is it 3.36 or 11.36? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What time is it? You have my radio at this time. But Mary Buckmas. Mary Buckmas. Well, just let the you know, forget the WBC. By the way, what's up with your phone? You sound oh, there you go. Now you're better. Oh, you hear me? Now I do. Don't, don't, don't. You, you started to fade before a little bit. It was like you were running away from the phone. 
No, 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 no. Not, not running away from the phone at all. Not running away from the phone at all. But I, I got to say this too, man. I don't know. I guess it's a combination of our opening day and um, being on before midnight. But we got a, a giddy sound or happy sound. This, this is. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm used to this. this Correct. Is stuff right here. This is this is evening. This is sleeping like a normal human being, Sal. And of course, opening day Eve. This is me. This is this is who I am. It's a little bit different at 3 a.m. when I'm trying to stay awake, for goodness sake. But yes, I got I've got energy right now. We're coming out of everywhere, Hector. I don't know what that means. No, I know. Listen, I, but I'm worried about you tomorrow. You're going to have a long day, brother. I don't know how you're going to do it. Me neither, actually. I didn't plan that out because I was excited about the morning and then the games, and then I realized, uh-oh, I have to uh, I have to do 12 to 5. So it could be. Maybe I take a nap after BNNY. That's the only way I might be able to get it done. Yeah, but I'm sure you're going to want to watch that Rangers game. Yeah, that's, but, uh, um, that's a good point, too. <laughs> good luck, my brother. Good luck. Oh man! Before before we go out to this mess stuff, tough tough to see Randall go down today. Man, I really hope he's okay. Um, he looked like he was in a lot of pain, and for someone like him, who you know plays every day, doesn't show any 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 pain, doesn't give in to anything. Um, the way he was, uh, I'm really worried, and I didn't hear any reports, so. I hope it's not bad, but it looked bad. It looked bad when he did it. Yeah, I mean, um, as long as he's back for the playoffs, I, I, you know, look, who who knows how it's going to work out uh, for Randall here, but you hope it's not that bad to where it takes him out of the first round of the playoffs because if that's the case, then they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But, Sal, man, listen, Mitch, like everybody else excited. The only thing that gets me is, like, we were so excited. Look, we were, we're hyped right now, and we had to wait till 4 p.m. I, I do we know why that game is at 4 p.m. out in Miami? Like, I don't understand that scheduling there by these guys. Why? What do you mean? The Mets game is at 4 p.m. Yeah, no, I know. Why? So what's the problem? Why? What's the issue? Because I don't want to have to wait. I want to wake up. Oh, uh, okay. Well, not wake up. I'll be, I'll be up. But I want to come from work and get into the game. I don't want to watch those Yankees. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I got to watch the Yankees and then get into the Mets. So I guess I'm just a little excited. I'm like, ah, I wish... It was one o'clock right away. Let's go, man. Get it started with everybody else. But fair enough. What it is, man. Yeah, you're 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 finding something to complain about uh, on a positive night. What's the matter with you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing to complain about. We'll be doing enough for that, like you said, throughout the season, right? But I feel good, man. I, I really feel good about this team, even though you know I, I, there's things that worry you. I, I think this team, like you said, you know. Oh, Alonzo talked about, you know, I mean, listen, he didn't play much. So I, I don't know what he learned in the WBC with right. the pressure. Maybe he learned from watching other guys deal with it. <laughs> but I think these these guys themselves, you know, will come better from, from what they learned last season. You know, from having been up the whole year and then, you know, some people will say collapsed. Some people will say the bridge is high. Whatever you want to call it. They still had a lead, a substantial lead where some dope got on the radio and said the NOE is overweight to her. You're getting negative another, again. You're getting negative again. <laughs> but, but, nah, man, I think all of that's going to help them to have learned, and, and, and I think we'll be good, man. And, and I feel confident that this year, you know, the front office will make, make better moves than, than the love. And, 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 and maybe, the maybe the moves, Hector, and thank you for the call, maybe the moves will be better because there are better moves to be had. It's easy for us to sit there and, and rip the Mets. And we talked about this in real time. 
it was very frustrating knowing that this team had a chance to go win a World Series and they didn't do enough at the trade deadline. But what move was out there that you would have made that they didn't make? There wasn't one clear move that would have been a difference-making move for them. Now, they should take a hit for that because Darren Ruff was awful. I don't love Vogelback. I don't think he's enough. And they didn't get the job done. They didn't win the division, and they got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. So they take a hit for that. However, this year should be different at the deadline. And maybe they could add multiple pieces. I just get the feeling that coming off of last year, getting a little taste, they're going to be even more aggressive this year. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. Good morning, Eric. Yeah, uh, morning, night. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's night. Uh, It's a habit. Uh, I I train myself. (laughs) Good catch. I train myself to say morning. I finally get comfortable with that, and now I'm working at night. Well, it's funny you said that because I was actually uh, trying to keep myself from saying that to you. So uh, (laughs) it it just kind of reversed itself. What are you doing up at this hour? Following Hector, too. Right. Both of you guys. Tag teaming like it's 3.30 a.m. I don't understand. What are you doing Uh, up at this hour? Uh, I'm working just like you. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm in the office here. I'm getting my paperwork ready and all that. And I got uh, papers coming in and all that with the uh, baseball specials inside of them, nice and thick. I, so by the way, I will have. I should have your uh, Islander shirt if you're able to pay, pick it up tomorrow. I will have that available on the porch for you. I'll leave the Islanders uh, hoodie for you. I'm giving away one of my Islander hoodies to Eric, who's a huge Islanders fan. Okay, well, the, the, that will work out. Thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, that, and I'll have those uh, uh, Newsday baseball uh, parts ready for you. Look forward to so, it. Uh, yeah, so it'll complete the whole set there. So hopefully, I, honestly, I haven't even looked at the ones that have been in the paper yet. That, uh, I so, love, you know, the you baseball know. preview came out in the post yesterday. I love cutting out the Mets and Yankees schedule, stapling that or, or taping it right to my desk. I got it. Thank you very much. That, to me, is the beginning. I can't, we don't do the magnetic schedules anymore, but I love those schedules coming out of the, the paper, specifically the Post, I think, does the best job with it. Yeah, yeah, and and those, and those uh, the, the calendars, I think, uh, the centerfold one were, were, were good. So, But, you know, it, it's interesting, and it's funny, like like Hector was saying, too, because part of my day plan for later to, for a Thursday was I figured I'd hang out with my father a little bit, watch the first couple innings of the Met game before going home, and then I'm like, wait a minute, is that 4 o'clock? Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't work, you know, but, uh, you know, the, the, either way, it'll, uh, I don't hope he's sitting there watching, uh, you know, the, the game as I will be, uh, you know, just uh, not together, unfortunately, tomorrow. But, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm wondering, you know, everyone's got their outlook with the season and all that. You know, I'm actually wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these predictions are, are going to get messed up because we don't know how the whole season is going to go for these teams based on the, the, the faster pace, uh, the, the 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 lack of the shift again now, and all that stuff. I, I have a feeling that's really going to uh, have a, a, an impact on some of these predictions. So, so I can see the Mets. Look, the, the Mets are have more hitting uh, related players as opposed to the Yankees have more sluggers. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I can see a team with more hitting. Uh, and I'm not trying to bash the Yankees or anything, but I can see a team that's more suited for hitting. Uh, being uh, uh, able to handle the faster pace a little bit better. I don't know what yeah, your point is on that. I, I honestly yeah. don't know, Eric, and thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking it. I honestly don't know. I don't know what to expect. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday where I don't know if it's because of you know the, the, 
the same teams essentially coming back for the Mets and Yanks. And look, with the Yankees, it's a little different because, like I said, even in a bad year, they win 90-plus games and are in the playoffs. The Mets haven't established themselves to that degree yet. They made the playoffs last year. Great. They have to make it in consecutive years. And then maybe, who knows, maybe three years in a row for the first time ever in their franchise history. But I don't know if it's that or the rule changes that are impacting my ability to predict or envision how I see things playing out this year. I don't know. Oh, who's going to be impacted? This, that, whatever. I, I, I don't know. Tough to predict it. I need to see it play out. I need to see the rule changes in effect. I need to see the pitch clock. I need to see how banning the shift is going to impact the game. There's an unknown there where we're just guessing. So it's tough, at least at this point for me, to predict. I need to see at least some of it. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk to. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah, keep the positive vibes only, PBO. Keep them going right in opening day. We're now just minutes away from it officially being opening day. It was opening day eve. It is opening day eve for the next six minutes. And then it becomes opening day. And I'm excited. Peter's in Westchester. Peter, are you excited as well? Yes. Salvatore. Buonasera. Uh, buona, buongiorno. Well, yeah, yeah. In six minutes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I'm absolutely elated. Oh, and is Buona Sarah good night? Um, or good evening? Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know uh, whatever language that is. I, I barely. I don't know. I thought you were Italian. My, uh, well, my I am, but I don't. I mean, I took it in in high school, but I don't remember it. I can barely speak English, for goodness' Your sake. Grandmother didn't spank the Italian language into you. No, no. My grandmother. My grandparents were not uh, off the boat. Their parents were. Ah. Yeah. Right. Something non-baseball that came out of nowhere. How'd you know it was Italian, by the way? Well, Salvatore Acosta. Oh, yeah. Well, Lakata, but yeah. Who's okay. counting? Even more so. All right. Hmm. Well, anyway, not to digress, but I have to tell you, at this late stage, I can't even sleep. And I want to announce at 11.54 that I'm deciding to brand a brand new New York fan that probably hides in the basement never acknowledges who they are. I am a Matanki. Hmm. I love the Mets. I love the Yankees. It's not a Johnny-come-lately, oh, oh, the Yankees are winning. I'm, I'm all of a sudden into the Yankees. I get pain when I see the Mets hurt. I get pain when I see the Yankees hurt. Interesting. And I'm, you know, I thought maybe Matanki, and you're more Mets, or Yan Met, but Yan Met, I don't know, Yank Met doesn't yeah. really sound right. I don't know if I like either. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like either, but it's weird to me, or interesting at least to me, that you feel, Peter, fandom for both teams. How did that start, if you don't mind me asking? I'm a New Yorker, Sal. I'm a New Yorker. Well, I am as well. the Rangers are winning, I mean, the Islanders and Rangers were different because the Rangers were more right in the heart of the city, and the Islanders had their legacy up in Nassau. But, you know, these baseball teams are right there in, in the Bronx and in Queens. Da-da. 
Potman sucks. Oh, that felt good to say. And I was just hanging out with him and his family last weekend. I'm just kidding. Potman's actually great. I mean, he may have sucked on the ice, but he's a nice person in in, uh, in reality. But I still love that chant. Yeah, but look, look what's happening now. You've got mega dollars weighing in both on the Mets and the Yankees. No, I get it, but I'm just curious how you have fandom. Like, I get, okay, I'm a New Yorker, I root for both, whatever. But the reality is the majority of us are from New York or live here now when we care about the Mets and Yankees, and very few people actually root for both as, as true fans. There are a lot of us out there, bro. And they're just really? not admitting. Because they're like, oh, I've always loved the Yankees, you know, when they're winning. Well, where have they oh. been? I've never seen them my whole life. I'm 43. You either, I've either come across Yankee fans or Mets fans. Like I said, the occasional caller, maybe. But I have not really run into fans of both the Mets and the Yankees. They're so out there. But, you know, like, I guess some people won't admit that. I'm not saying that that's my persuasion politically. But there's a lot of Trump fans are just not going to admit that Trump Oh, now you're now Trump you're losing me. No, now now you and thank you for the call Peter. But let's not get political. We're trying to keep it positive here on opening day eve. We've got minutes until opening day and you're trying to go political. No, and I know you're just using it as a reference point as an example, but you show me a Met Tanky or whatever you were saying, a Met Yankees fan, and I'll show you somebody who's not a baseball fan. Or at least not a fan of a team. You can't be a fan of two teams. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to root against one. You can root for both the Mets and Yankees, but to feel the pain of two different teams, I don't know if that's actually possible. We have to check out the scientifics of it as far as fandom goes, but I don't believe that to be possible. I've never been able to experience that. Even if I joke around and say, oh, you know, like I'm not rooting against the Islanders necessarily. I'm not, like, I don't care of the results of their game. Oh, no, they lost. No, it doesn't do anything to me. If the Rangers lose, it bothers me because I'm a Rangers fan. Same for the Mets or whatever other team you grew up rooting for. You're either a fan of a team or you're not. I mean, I don't think you could be a fan of two teams, but that's just me. I mean, if it works for you, good for you. But I don't think you're in the majority. Either way, enjoy opening day. You got two games to be excited about. Double the pleasure, double the pain. I can't even handle being a fan of one team in each sport. You think I want to take on double teams? I can't handle that. We'll get back. That just sounded weird. Uh, Don't cut that up. Please delete that actually from the record. Don't even post it on the Odyssey app. Free Odyssey app, by the way, in case you missed anything. I realized after it came out of my mouth. Uh, That too. Uh, Actually, don't save that either. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.